Today is Tuesday, March 14, 2023. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. The first reading according to Daniel chapter 3, verse 25, 34-43. Azariah stood up in the midst of the fire and prayed aloud, Do not abandon us forever. Do not reject your covenant for your name's sake. Lord, see, we have become the least among the nations in all the world, and we are humiliated because of our sins. But at least when we present ourselves with a contrite soul and humble spirit, may we then be acceptable to you more than by offerings of rams and calves as holocausts and of thousands of fat lambs. May this sacrifice of ours today obtain for us your favor, for we know that those who trust in you shall never be disappointed. And I know we serve you with a whole heart. We fear you and we seek your face. Do not leave us in our humiliation, but treat us according to your kindness and your great mercy. Free us in keeping with your wonders and give us the glory of your name. Lord. The Gospel according to Matthew chapter 18 verse 21 to 35. Peter asked Jesus, Lord, how many times must I forgive the offenses of my brother or sister? Seven times. Jesus answered, no, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. This story throws light on the kingdom of heaven. A king decided to settle accounts with his servants. Among the first of them was the one who owned him, ten thousand pieces of gold. As the man could not repay the debt, the king commanded that he be sold as a slave with his wife, his children, on all his good as repayment. The servant threw himself at the feet of the king and said, Give me time, and I will pay you everything back. The king took pity on him and not only set him free, but even cancelled his debt. When the servant left the king's presence, he met one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred pieces of silver. He grabbed him by the throat, almost choked him, shouting, Pay me what you owe. His fellow servant threw himself at his feet and begged him, Give me time, and I will pay everything. But the other did not agree and sent him to prison until he had paid all his debt. Now the servants of the king saw what had happened. They were extremely upset, so they went and reported everything to the Lord. Then the Lord summoned his servant and said, Wicked servant, I forgive you all that you owe me when you begged me to do so. Weren't you bound to have pity on your fellow servant? As I had pity on you, the Lord was now angry. He handed the wicked servant over to be punished until he had paid the whole debt. Jesus added, So will my heavenly Father do with you unless you sincerely forgive your brothers and sisters. Mercy begets mercy. Since Lent is a season of penance, it's not surprising that so many of the readings focus on sin, mercy, and forgiveness. Azaria prayer in the midst of the fire where he was sent to die because of his faith in God is a beautiful reflection on God's 
mercy. Azariah, give thanks for all the good things God has done for the people of Israel, forgiving them time and again as they approach him with humble and contrite hearts. Jesus instructs his disciples that they and we should follow the Father's example generously forgiving those who have wronged us. Treating them with mercy, withholding forgiveness and carrying a grudge may seem easier, but it is not God's way. Closing our hearts forgiving others keeps our hearts from being open to receiving the forgiveness and mercy that God lavishes on us. In the same way, being aware of our own sinfulness and need for mercy can make us more aware of the need to forgive those who have hurt us. Mercy begets mercy. Mark chapter 4, verse 40. Jesus said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Storms of fear. In a TV commercial I saw recently, a woman casually asked someone in group watching TV, What are you searching for, Mark? A version of myself that doesn't make decisions based on fear. He responds soberly not realizing that she was just asking what he liked to watch on TV. Whoa, I thought. I wasn't expecting a TV commercial to hit me so profoundly, but I related to poor Mark. I too feel embarrassed by the way fear sometimes seems to direct my life. Jesus' disciples also experienced the profound power of fear once they headed across the Sea of Galilee. A furious qual came up. Terror gripped him, and they suggested that Jesus, who'd been sleeping, might not care about them. Teacher, don't you care if he drone? Fear distorted the disciples' vision, blinding them to Jesus. Good intentions for them. After he rebuked the wind and waves, Christ confronted the disciples with two penetrating questions. Why are you so afraid? You still have no faith. Storm rage in our lives as well, don't they? But Jesus' questions can help us put our fears in perspective. His first question invites us to name our fears. The second invites us to entrust those distorted feelings to him, asking him for eyes to see how he guides us, even through life's most ranging storms. Adam or Halls. What storms are you facing right now? How can you trust your fears and emotions to Jesus when the winds blow and the waters rise? Loving Savior, thank you that you're always present in the storm. As I move through life's scary moments, help me each day to talk to you and entrust you with my fears. <laughs> 